Hey, man, let me tell you something about Superstar Bill Dundee. I work with Superstar, man, night after night after night. Man, I learned a lot from that guy. Big as a minute. Maybe he's 5'7". Should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, had tremendous fire. Had tremendous uh, mean streak as a heel. Uh, was a great trash talker, a great promo. Uh, I loved working with Superstar Bill Dundee, man. Brother, now I know some people say, well, he's bragging today, he's all fired up. Yeah, but if you've got something good, you tell the people's brother. And takes him over. Crotches him. Body slam. And the little Aussie going to town. Idle caught in the corner with Rich. around here we done whooped them all brother and if they line them up now we could do it again if you took the road warriors jerry and i could whoop them if you took the freebirds jerry and i could whoop them if you took the rock and roll express jerry and i could whoop them we whooped joe Duke, jean louis the valiant brothers we done whooped them all we could beat the fabulous ones we could beat the sheep herders we could whoop everybody brother now i know some people saying well he's bragging today he's all fired up yeah but if you've got something good you tell the people's brother the king and the superstar when they're on jack they're the best there is and that's how i gotta say <laughs> welcome to the superstar build on these wrestling memories podcast this is rex luther just giving you a rundown, a preview of what's going on on the podcast today. Uh, Bill and I will be uh, visiting with beautiful Bobby Eaton, and we'll be talking about Joey Janela and his run-in with a superstar and his ongoing uh, heat and feud with um, Jimmy Cornette, um, letting everybody know about where you can find uh, Cornette's collectibles, as well as where uh, Bobby and Bill will be appearing, and a um, little rustling news. I am so glad to announce that the lawsuit with Lucky P. Larson Esquire will be uh, coming to an end in December and having to play the crap that we do legally binding will soon be over at the end of this year. But until that, endure his little one-liners and... Um, Look forward to a, a, a happy, luckyless 2020. But I uh, hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, myself uh, have uh, been in and out of the hospital, had some problems, so there's been some inconsistencies. But we hope to get uh, things on track. We've got a party with Marty, Marty Janetti coming up, uh, the Boogie Woogie Boy, Jimmy Valiant, and several other stars over the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. Thank you for your support. Hey, this is Rex Luther with the Superstar Bill Dundee Podcast, Wrestling Memories. I am with AEW Superstar and the internet darling, bad boy, Joey Janela. Why did Bill think I was going to shoot on him tonight? I don't know. Someone hit me up and said, Bill thought I was going to shoot on him. He's going to stab me or something. <laughs> I don't know about I'm that. Hurt. I'm out with a concussion. I don't know what the deal is, but it is what it is. It's fun. But it uh, looks like y'all had a good time in there at Juan Bass Sports here yeah, in Tullahoma, awesome. Tennessee. It was awesome. And, uh, what uh, a lot of chitter chatter going around on uh, a couple other podcasts with uh, Jimmy Cornette. Uh, y'all exchanging shots back and forth. You want to say something? We'll just get each other over. That's it. Joey, let me set you straight. Um, if uh, Bill thought you were going to shoot on him, uh, it might be uh, worth a chuckle because he would, at his age and his experience level and uh, his pissed off at driving so far in the middle of nowhere for you to back out and cowardly run away from the match uh he would have tore tied you in knots and as far as bringing a knife yeah bill has been known to carry a knife but i don't think he would have needed it on you as um he slapped you a couple times just in the commentary area and uh you ran for the hills uh, and uh we all know that bill is not beyond Having a gun loaded uh, also, just ask the Popo Savages uh, if he needs to restore order. So, uh, Joey, don't come with that bullshit. All right, well, I'm bringing him back to relevancy. He's bringing, he's getting me more over. That's all that matters. Well, uh, they said you didn't uh, didn't understand what this business meant. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, we get each other over. That's it. He knows that, too. Well, good. That's why he keeps on talking about me, because I just keep on getting him over. 
He said his name on a pay-per-view. That's the most relevant he's ever going to be in fucking the next, the rest of his life. Okay, now, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, he's probably going to have something to say about that. with his... do it. Yeah, I don't care. Well, uh, looks like you had a good time. And, uh, you didn't get in the, in the ring, but you uh, got a little uh, chitter-chatter with, uh, with the superstar, and you were doing some commentating yeah. over there. Commentating um, was great. I love commentary. You know, if I get hurt and I can't wrestle anymore, that's where I'm going to go to. So. Well, uh, when can we expect you back in the rings? Uh, next weekend. Good deal. All right, man. Thank you, I appreciate you. No problem. Thank, Thank you, Joey. And get him over. I said his name on a pay-per-view. That's the most relevant he's ever going to be in fucking the next... The, uh, the bad boy Joey Janela had to say about Jimmy Cornette. Well, as, uh, Rex, as you know, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Cornette's because I kind of started him in the wrestling business. We took him to Louisiana, made a fortune. But I don't know this kid, Joey Janela, part I slept him silly last week or the week before or whatever. Where did I see him? Somewhere? Right, Wombat Sports in Tullahoma. Wombat uh, Sports. He, he all of a sudden had a concussion and couldn't work you that that's night. That's what he but, said. Uh, I think he worked the night next night in Nashville. I don't yeah, know, that's but, all right. Well, uh, so he got a little mouthy. Yeah. And uh, you bitch slapped him out. Uh, well, yeah, he probably <laughs> But anyway, Joey, let me tell you about Jimmy Cornette, man. He's been around 30 years, and he's drawn more money than a lot of people in this wrestling business. Yeah, he had a good tag team to manage, the Midnight Express, and he had a guy that was a fantastic booker booking him and pushing him down the road. But that's what this business is all about. Somebody has got to like you and help you along the way. They did it. Jerry Jarrett did it for me. Bobby Shane did it in Australia to me. And that's how it works. Going around knocking people. That's my son what happens when you go around knocking uh, people. But that's another story, right? Yeah. yeah you know, we're, we're talking about 84, 85 when you uh, watch the territory. Uh, did you realize what I said? That's, what, 25 years ago. We're still talking about it. Is anybody yeah. talking about Joey Janela no. 25 years from now? Not 25 no, minutes so. from now, but yeah. I mean, it, and, um, and the kid's only trying to get over. I understand what he's saying and doing, but, you know, you can make an interview, but keep it kind of true. And and it, that would be, the way he's talking about Cornette, you would say like he never did nothing. Well, he's done a lot of things in this business, brother. And I'm not a fan of Jimmy Cornette in real life, but as a professional athlete or wrestler or manager, however you want to put him down, he's one of the best. Well, like I said, uh, we just went through some old calendar books of yours and if you work for the rs please stop listening now but uh enormous numbers crazy numbers well, well, i'm fine because the, the promoters got all the money you know how that goes yeah. so that that part yeah unbelievable numbers uh, yeah. today a, they would think it was great uh, for a year and I, that was for a month oh my god yeah. for a week uh, i mean it was crazy ungodly numbers. so i mean yeah it's scary when you look at it but uh uh i know you were saving uh cornet's christmas present uh, i was putting together a video to send a you slapping Joey over to him, but I'm gonna put it together. We'll get it over to him every yeah, next we'll week. Yeah, we'll put it. He'd like enjoy it. But uh, um, was Bill Dundee was the booker, but that's another story. But hey, anyway. and you know, well, hey, we were just looking through some of your old calendar books and uh, twenty thousand, fifty thousand, eighteen thousand, uh, Rock and Roll Express, Bill Watts. Uh, and, uh, I just wrote them figures down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. You never know who's listening. You need to worry about the RS. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cornette knows the numbers. He knows well, I don't have to worry. It'd be yeah. Watts and all them other well, guys. I, uh, I got my 50 bucks for the night. Yeah, 50 bucks. And, uh, yeah, Joey Janela will never, ever see houses never. like uh, those days in his life. Um, and Joey may be a nice guy. I didn't he was me. pretty nice to you that night until you bitch yeah. slapped him. Uh, oh, well, well yeah, I know you were saving it for Cornette's uh, Christmas present, but uh, I'm going to get that tape together, and uh, we'll have to send it over to Jimmy and... Uh, uh, I think he'll appreciate yeah, you. Because I've slapped Cornette, too. Well, yeah, and so he'll really appreciate it. Yeah, he'll appreciate it. it. Yeah, but, I got you. Uh, all right, well, uh, you left uh, uh, Corny a message, and uh, we'll uh, wait for his call. I know he's been busy with NWA. He was taping that show in Atlanta last week, so uh, he's a busy well, man. And okay. He's, uh, you know, he stopped taking orders on his uh, Cornette's collectibles because he can't keep up with the orders. He said, please do not send me your money. So, uh that's the kind of problems and irrelevance that awesome. uh, Janelle has. Well, what's he selling? Understand. Well, memories. Memories. Aren't we all? We got a lot. Yeah. All right. All right. We just watched a clip that Marty Janetti said Bill, Billy uh, was Orange Cassidy, and we'll find out who the other fellow's name is. But uh, he said he's going to need you to work this guy picking at you. But uh, you and Bobby just watched it, and uh, they, he, the Orange just got signed by 
AEW. Um, that's sort of, and but you heard the fans. There were a couple hundred yeah. fans right into it. They had them at the edge of the seat. Now I'm like you, Bill. I don't understand it. And well, they'll figure something out for them. Yeah, I mean, but it's working. But I mean, if the people know who we don't know who they are, well, true. So that's another thing. But if the people know them, they'll scream and holler. Yeah, but uh, a little different style than, than y'all work. But <laughs> there was no style. I don't know what they did. But uh, he works. Uh, that's the guy I was telling you about that. Uh, Oh, I didn't. I had to come up with his name, but I just knew yeah, that was his deal. He put his hands in his pocket and he did most of the match. That was his deal. Um, but uh, he come out of the uh, first couple matches. We were looking up Joey Janela to figure out who he was. Yeah. Um, they uh, he was working him, and they were doing all that stuff. Now Joey Janela works the Invisible Man. Uh, when we went up to Tullahoma, you know, the guy went out there and talked to the very special guest, the visit, Invisible Man. <laughs> He stood in the ring and talked to the Invisible Man for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And the crowd ate it up. And me and Bill were looking like, let's get a better seat because we can't see who the, where the guy yeah, is. Yeah. And we caught on. Wait a minute, that's the Invisible Man. Okay. But uh, you heard the crowd into it. And that night we were there and they were going crazy, Bill. But uh, um, I guess the biggest pop of the night was when you uh, maybe were uh, having a talk with the bad boy himself, Joey Janela, and you uh, bitch slapped him a couple times and got his attention. But... Uh, I hear you. Uh, well, uh, see if uh, I was going to pull up Bill's uh, trailer here, too. Um, whatever happened to this business, we did it. Maybe not us personally, but the boys I'm talking about. That's lucky, Pete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know who you are. Yeah. I'm in that now, I guess. Now, have you seen this guy? This is Blake Christian. This is the little red-headed kid that did all the flips and flying around for Bert. And I told yeah, you he I was, know him, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you yeah. know Blake. And uh, he worked uh, for Carlson in South Haven yeah. you know, all the time. He went over there and worked for USA. And uh, been going out. they flew out for Wombat with the George Janela group out in uh, Los Angeles. They flew him out. He's been all over the place. And he actually signed with Impact. This week. That's what I was talking about. Impact. Oh, okay, Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. He signed with Impact, and uh, he's going. He's however his deal is. He can come back and work for Bird. He's going to come back in the next couple months, and he's got some shots with USA. But uh, Impact's got a pretty good looking deal on them, ain't I, I hadn't seen it. Uh, they keep moving it around, and I, I didn't know where it was. Now seven o'clock. Um, I don't know nobody on there, maybe, but I know. Uh, I know. Uh, What's your name? Give the girl. I know her a little bit. All right, for all you chicken breeders out there, if you're looking for new chicken coops, you call Chicken Partners at telephone 336-391-9773, and you will get a hell of a deal, and you'll get 10% off, and tell them the superstar told you to call. I just keep on getting him over. I said his name on a pay-per-view. That's the most relevant he's ever going to be in fucking the next the rest of his life okay now whoa all right well uh you left uh, uh corny a message and uh we'll uh wait for his call i know he's been busy with nwa he's taping that show in atlanta last week so uh he's a busy man and okay he's uh you know he stopped taking orders on his uh cornets collectibles because he can't keep up with the orders he put please do not send me your money so uh that's the kind of problems in irrevel and see he's not that, uh janella well, what's he selling well, memories. Memories. Oh, we all. We got a lot. Yeah. All right, we just watched a clip that Marty Janetti said Bill, Billy, uh, it was Orange Cassidy, and we'll find out who the other fellow's name is, but uh, he said he's going to need you to work this guy, picking at you, but uh, you and Bobby just watched it, and uh, they, he, the Orange just got signed by AEW. Um, that's sort of, and but you heard the fans, there were a couple hundred yeah. fans right into it. They had them at the edge of the seat. Now, I'm like you, Bill. I don't understand it. And well, they'll figure something out for him. Yeah, I mean, but it's working. But I mean, if the people know who, we don't know who they are. Well, true. So that's another thing. But if the people know them, they'll scream and holler. Yeah. But uh, a little different style than, than y'all work. But <laughs> There was no style. I don't know what they did. But uh, he works. Uh, that's the guy I was telling you about that. Uh, I didn't. I had to come up with his name, but I just knew yeah, that was his deal. He put his hands in his pocket, and he did most of the match. That was his deal. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, he come out of the uh, first couple matches. We were looking up George Janela to figure out who he was. Yeah. Um, they uh, he was working him, and they were doing all that stuff. Now George Janela works the Invisible Man. Uh, 
uh, we went up to Tullahoma, you know, the guy went out there and talked to the very special guest, the invisible man. <laughs> he stood in the ring and talked to the invisible man for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. And the crowd ate it up. And me and Bill are looking like, let's get a better seat because we can't see who the, where the guy yeah, is. Yeah. And we caught on. Wait a minute, that's the invisible man. Okay. But uh, you heard the crowd into it. And that night we were there and they were going crazy, Bill. But uh, um, I guess the biggest pop of the night was when you uh, maybe were uh, having a talk with the bad boy himself, Joey Janella, and you uh, bitch slapped him a couple times and got his attention. But uh, I hear you. Uh, well, uh, um, see if uh, I was going to pull up Bill's uh, trailer here, too. Whatever happened to this business, we did it. Maybe not us personally, but the boys I'm talking about. That's lucky, Pete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know who you are. Yeah. I met him that night, I guess. Now, have you seen this guy? This is Blake Christian. This is the little redheaded kid that did all the flips and flying around for Bert. And I told yeah, you he I was, know him, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you yeah. know Blake. And uh, he worked uh, for Carlson in South Haven yeah. you know, all the time. Went over there and worked for USA, and uh, been going out. They flew out for Wombat with the George Janella group out in uh, Los Angeles. They flew him out. He's been all over the place, and he actually signed with Impact this week. That's what I was talking about. Impact. Oh, okay, Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he signed with Impact, and uh, he's going. He's however his deal is, he can come back and work for Bird. He's going to come back in the next couple months, and he's got some shots with USA. But uh, Impact's got a pretty good looking deal on them, ain't they? I, I hadn't seen. Uh, they keep moving it around, and I, I didn't know where it was. Now seven o'clock. Um, I don't know nobody on there, maybe, but I know. Uh, I know. Uh, what's your name? There's a girl. I know her a little bit. Getting back to your time with Crockett. Now we're into pay-per-views and big payoffs. Well, I, I didn't really get to big payoffs on uh, the pay-per-views. Uh, he was just pointing out the scaffold matches. Yeah, Cornette, I got know. Bigger, got a bigger payoff yeah. for the scaffold matches. Yeah, but probably not worth what it. What you, you just kind of got the payoff. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mind working scaffold matches. You, you did. Well, you I know it was a money. draw. Yeah. 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 It was a draw. But, uh. I mean, there was a time. There was a time period for Crockett before he sold it. That's when they started buying Florida Bill Watts out. Yeah. I guess whatever they, yeah. every, every, how you buy here a sound or whatever. They bought Bill Watts and uh, bought Central States in Florida. Yeah, yeah, Florida. Uh, uh, they sent you yeah, out they to Central States. Changed money. Yeah, they paid him some money. That's why I was talking yeah. to you last week. Why they, they were saying, why in the heck would you go give anybody money? What were you buying? Because they were going to come in and have to pay the TV. There wasn't no bartering anymore. And the town, you you, you can tell us how dead Central anyway, States yeah. was. Uh, just go in and start running. So uh, that's the way people did at that time. But uh, yeah. yeah, buying planes and things started yeah. changing. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I followed Bulldog Bob Brand as the booker when I took over from Central State. Yeah. And I liked him, too. I yeah. got along good with him. He was, oh, he's a, well, we can all be motherfuckers, I guess. But I liked him. He was a kind of funny guy. He made, you know, light of some shit. I like Bulldog, but I didn't know I like him a whole lot like everybody else knew him. Yeah, I, he, was, he was a funny guy. Uh, uh, put you on the spot, Bobby. Uh, who's your favorite tag team partner? I knew someone was going to say that anyway. <laughs> we won't even, I won't even ask you. I, I, don't, uh, I don't have a favorite one, but, but I, there's two different ways to look at it. Me and Dennis and me were... More of a so-called heel team. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we got Stan May got heat, and was corny there, of course. Right. But uh, but uh, we didn't have the same kind of heat. It was a different kind of heat than Jimmy and Dennis and me had. Yeah. You know? Times were changing too. And uh, we haven't I mean, Stan and I had heat, but it wasn't that same kind of heat that Dennis and me had. Well, Stan yeah. was a different heel. He yeah. wasn't, and he wasn't all together. A lot of the girls liked Stan. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah, the son of a gun. He was a good-looking guy. So the girls would like him. I know somebody else had that problem. <laughs> yeah, they we're sitting like with him. Beautiful Bobby. That's why they named him <laughs> Beautiful Bobby, right? Beautiful <laughs> uh, Bobby. Uh, uh, I love him with both of them guys. But, yeah. but uh, plus, we had Jimmy, and me, Jimmy and me both broke together a whole lot more than, than the rest of them. Uh, yeah. If Jimmy could have worked, we would probably be a good team. Exactly. Uh, 
Well, he's a lot better manager, of course. <laughs> and I don't know, so people might not believe his work. Not, not that they believe mine. I'm just saying that, you know, Jimmy would give you a good tongue lashing and make you believe it. I a lot of times you did believe it. I, I, I must be, be uh, uh, have full disclosure here. I've been looking for dirt on you for a couple of years. Nobody won't say nothing bad about you. Oh, well, that's well, good. Well, seriously, uh, you've got a great respect for your work, and uh, as a person, um, I was uh, might have been on Cornette. Did actually did some. I'm stealing all of his material for the last couple of podcasts. But uh, uh, they were discussing around ninety ninety one that they were right. They were going each third year that uh, you and Flair that you were the better worker, uh, hands down. And, well, uh, I don't know about that. Well, it did, you had oh, different yeah. strengths well, and different well, weaknesses. Did the same shit every yeah. night. Same match, and that you could go the in and have a different match, match and try new things right there in the ring. Yeah. And well, that's make the thing it work. He would, we would talk because we had a lot of long trips. Yeah. Once that we had to drive in uh, Charlotte and Louisiana, you know, we flew to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, and I was like, Yeah, we drove. That was a long trip. Down to New Orleans. That was a pretty. We drove. We drove a bunch of times, but we also got lucky enough. to Got a good rate to fly out of a bunch would pay it sometimes. Yeah, give you $125 for yeah. the rent, you know. And that may have covered some of the flight. I don't know I think what it would be. $250 and he'd give you 100 and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think you picked up a some home time or some. Well, but I, but see, about Bell Wheel Walks, too, now. You also, whether he, ever how he meant to pay off to me, if you made $200 that night, he'd have plus on his side another 100 for. Great match, or yeah. hundred hundred for not for not getting beat up on the way back to the ring. Oh yeah, he, uh, like how about a subtraction by being late? Oh yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> Don't be late. Yeah, I've had a couple of them. Me and Dennison. He didn't want nobody. He didn't want nobody to wear shorts. And Dennis Condor. I mean, Louisiana. You yeah. know, when you're driving, especially, you, and they will be comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I, I wore my same blue jeans, you know, but, but he didn't, Dennis wore shorts. And it would go in the locker room sometimes, and men, Timmy would be um, hiding the fact that Dennis had shorts on to get by Grizz, but Grizzly was always there. Oh, yeah, Grizz was the policeman. Yeah. So he would walk by, like, holding a bag, and Dennis would sneak in, take his shorts off real quick, and put his boots on. But he got fined for that, too. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we got fined. We got fined for doing, using some kind of illegal move in the ring. Crazy. Right. What the hell? That's a that's a that's a tight control. Yeah, that's just to get a few dollars out of you. Yeah. Uh, Now coming up in December, Saturday, December fourteenth, you're gonna be in Knoxville. Yeah. Gonna have a a beautiful Bobby Eden appreciation night. I haven't heard about that. I ain't heard. I ain't heard about it. I ain't heard it from them. Yeah. Who's well, running that? Well, it says don't tell Bobby, but it's all over the internet, so I, I, yeah. I want you to show up. I, want, I don't want you to I'll have be there. <laughs> but, uh, but December 14th. Yeah, there's a big fucking poster that yeah, says well, don't tell Bobby. Yeah, well, me and Bill were talking about the secret, and yes, yeah, first thing well, you said. I don't get on the internet or something like yeah. that, because <laughs> I don't know about Well, I, I'll be damned. We done told him that, Bill. Yeah. Well, he, he would never have saw it. He's Bill saw the weekend. I said, yeah. look at this. They're doing a show for Bobby, and he said, uh. Well, it says don't tell Bobby. How the hell are they going to keep it a secret? You know, how are you going to get him to be there if you don't tell him? Well, I knew I, I knew I booked him a show. Well, uh, take that back. Uh, December 14th, you're going to be in Knoxville at uh, the uh, Hardin Valley, at the D1 Hardin Valley uh, Sports Complex. Uh, come out in Knoxville and Bobby will be around and meet and greet. I think, I think, uh, What's it? Uh, there you go. You asked me another question. You answered. Um, the guy that booked me on it, I think, is from up that way, and I can't name his name. Well, if you do, we added him. I'm going to well, cut his place. Well, Bill Dundee, so I was just trying yeah. to figure yeah. a name. You know him. Ass. You probably know him. I know him. Oh, yeah. hell. Uh, yeah. He's another one of the good, work, good workers from around that way that just could get booked. Like, you know, you may know this guy named from over, uh, he works for Ricky Morton now. He's got a deal in New Japan. Um, you know if I, if I can think of his name. I'll think of it in a minute. Came out of Ricky's school? Came out of Ricky's school. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, he's from up that way. Yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. I'll get his name and put it in here. But, he's in uh, the, he's in, but New Japan, some, somebody gave him a deal over there. And he's a good worker. Yeah. 
I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't remember his name, but we'll put it on here. But uh, from the school of Morton, wrestling school. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, now uh, the Rock and Roll Express were, uh, well, they were with y'all in, in what, uh, Walling the other night, Walling, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, I think they're coming through Arkansas in December and um, might be through December, uh, uh, Nashville um, area in De- uh, November. So they're going to be around. Um, now, Twitter, you say you don't get on the internet too much, but. Uh, Have I been on Twitter? Yeah. No, um, I couldn't tell you. I'd like to get on this stuff if somebody just could, could sit down and show me for, for a day, I guess. I don't know how long it takes. Well, we'll, we'll figure. We'll, huh? we'll, well, we'll figure. We'll, we'll, we'll have to get something on your phone where you just yeah. push a button and you see it. Uh, well, you seen my phone, haven't you? No. <laughs> Does it fold? Yeah. Well, I, I thought I was the last one to hold out for that. I, I held on forever. I mean, it's only twenty five dollars a month. Well, we can we can figure out something on there. Is one of them mine? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's got to be here somewhere. I got I got a, a phone from the from I guess from Cricket. But I do want I do want to learn a, I well, like to learn how to get on the internet. And, you got a, a laptop at the house? All right, for all you chicken breeders out there, if you're looking for new chicken coops, you call Chicken Partners at telephone 336-391-9773, and you will get a hell of a deal, and you'll get 10% off, and tell them the superstar told you to call. We've got a restraining order. Who does? Vince Russo Vince sent Russo. one to, to Jimmy, and then he sold the copies of it on, on, yeah. on the site, so, uh, you know. You mess with him, he's gonna make a dollar out of it. So, uh, I mean, Vince Russo, so he influenced somebody. I mean, he had a big deal with Vince, and then no telling how much money he made with uh, Turner. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, I, I, in that book, he wasn't that, there when we was there. I've never, I've never he was seen on, him. No, he wasn't there. No, but 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 he got in there and was still on a big money deal. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think when uh, you came in right when Watts. Was there and was leave, was a short time there was leaving crossing paths. Yeah, he brought me in and he quit. I think about the time that was uh, uh, Stan Lane and, and Jimmy Cornette left. Yeah, and you stayed, kept contract. I think you made a comment in uh, uh, the book, uh, the Midnight Express, with Jimmy Cornette, twenty-five year anniversary scrapbook, um, where Tim Ash and Jim Cornette um, made the comment that you had survived um, Ole and Dusty uh, against Jim Hurd's wishes. Yeah. You kept a contract. And uh, you even outlasted Jim Hurd. So, yeah. You know, uh, that's, that's the I respect level. I don't think level. I ever met him either. Was I there when no, Hurd was there? Yeah. He wasn't there a whole, real long time, you know, but he was the main guy that they, that they hired. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know, he had something to do with wrestling in St. Louis. Uh, he uh, was an executive with Pizza Hut. And, uh, yeah, right. Sam Munchnick, was it Munchnick? Uh, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he did some kind of the, the TV station or something. He had something to do with the TV station, and that was his only wrestling uh, yeah. knowledge. But uh, uh, but yeah. he he didn't like corn. He didn't like corn yet. He he, he, said, uh, he come, yeah he told us. I think he told Stan too. But he told him, told me he said I'm, he said no man I'm I'm you and he's Stan or whatever. He said I know who uh, I know who he is. Talking about Jim Cornette. I don't know who you and him are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they kept me on again, you know, and I still had a job with him, but he gave, I think he might have kept me on just to get my corny pissed off, you know. Yeah, mess up his... his corny, of course, yeah. hate him. Yeah. But, but he ain't hate nobody that I know of. Because I get I get mixed up if his hate, word hate is a true word. Because if he hates Vince Russo, and Vince Russo's been working him this whole time, then he believes his own shit, you know. I believe he might have some uh, some true harsh feelings for Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd or yeah. Jim or what about, what about uh, Russo? Russo. Yeah, probably. Russo yeah. what I believe that he's yeah. threatening. I mean, he's threatening to kill him. Now Tony Hunter. He's he's, um, he's threatening he's threatening to do something to him. Who is that? Got guy, guy named Tony Hunter and a guy, a friend of mine again. <laughs> worked. Uh, he lives in the Carolinas. Promoted this show at a comic con there and. In Knoxville, and Jimmy, Jimmy came down a day early, and I saw about that. Yeah. So you heard what Jimmy canceled said? Canceled him or something? Huh? Did he cancel him or he left? No, no, he got Jimmy left. Yeah. And uh, but but Tony could not give him the right. Couldn't get. They couldn't get a hold of the main guy, the, the 
promoter there. Oh, old Comic Con, Bill. Comic Cons. Jimmy was like, he went there day, day early, had his, all the stuff with him, I guess. It went to the building, or whatever it was going to the building. And the whatever story Jimmy says is true because Tony, Tony Hunter gave me the same story. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I do remember he left, and uh, you know he don't like to travel anyway at this time. And, and he gave him a he was pretty pissed. Yeah. The world. Oh, yeah. Well, Cornette was good at that. Uh, and and Tony Hunter told me the word before Jimmy told me. I, when I talked to Jimmy, I just I didn't say Tony had already told me. Yeah. But when he when Jimmy told me the same words that he told him, I was like, I'm thinking to myself. I told Jimmy, I said, man. I'm, I don't know if you're going to say stuff like that about people, you know. But without, nowadays, getting in, getting shot by the heel on yeah, himself yeah. or getting sued. But, I mean, I'd be worried about getting shot or something like that. Beat up in the parking lot somewhere. <laughs> uh, you never worried about that when you were working, were you? No. <laughs> well, he, I mean, it was, a, it was a natural thing, especially when Luciano was him. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Y'all had some pretty rough talent with the Homa. Louisiana yeah. and uh, Homer was well, there were all them Louisiana towns where yeah. people were crazy. Now yeah. you had uh, you you had had some some time under your belt by the time y'all got to Watts. Um, yeah. Now uh, getting back to Goulas, the Jet Set tag team with uh, George Goulas, y'all pretty much passed the belts back and forth and kept them for yeah. I guess all those teams we talked about, but uh, it was, a, it was a, whatever whatever George wanted to do, you know, too. But you know, we. I don't know. We'd have to work there as a team, but that's the only place we could work as a team, I think. <laughs> yes, that's the, that's the polite way to say it. Uh, well, uh, uh, what uh, what happened is you got put over to singles because your I think your first singles title you won was against somebody you'd spend a little time with later, Dennis Condry. Yeah, took Dennis the Mid, Condry, Mid American title. Your first title, singles title. Yeah. What what? Who decided that you? What put you over there to singles? I don't, I don't know. I guess, you know, there's just, just uh, a little change up there. Yeah. But, I would have been a single. I would have been a tag team match. I would have been a six-man tag. I, I have been a six-man tag team champion, so I... <laughs> you just want to work. Yeah. But back in the good old days, you didn't win just to be winning. You yeah. want to read to bring the people back next Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you went for the heat, you put the heel over. If you want to beat the people happy, yeah. you put the baby face over. Do you know, you remember a guy named the Mexican Angel? Yeah. Yeah. I worked with him. He was there. He was uh a guy named the Beast, who I I, I like the Beast, but well, I like both of them. But but uh, George Goodall was talking about the Beast the other night, cause he came over here and he he couldn't uh, couldn't speak good, good English anyway. But he was like trying to trying to work uh, this kind of style, you know. I mean, he was he had that the Mexican style. I mean, he wanted to, to this arm. The whole, you know, right, go from the left and the right, right different arms. arms. Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, uh, you you like to work there. Yeah, I learned both arms, but nobody does it. Nobody. No nobody. Yeah. If uh, you're in a fucking fight or a shoot, you'll work, grab whatever. Uh, well, uh, after you moved up, wait a minute. Y'all worked the program. Were y'all still Goulas here? Was Goulas Jared when you and Bobby worked the program? Started working. Where were Bill and Little? It was always Jared. Yeah, it was. Okay. But it was Goulas, Jared, and he broke away. Yeah. On the, so, that, both yeah. ends of the territory. Herb Welch was the guy with the next partner. Yeah, Herb, yeah. Uh, well, uh, you were in your early 20s then? Yeah. Uh, so you were doing a little dating? A little what? Dating. Dating? You were working, but you had a couple dates? Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, you have to tell, don't tell all of that, you know. <laughs> well, I'm talking about her, actually. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, were you a little concerned about uh, who your date's daddy was? Well, I mean, I... I didn't broadcast it, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, until he found out. Yeah, I thought, well, you know, he finds out. Well, I think Donna told me anyway. Yeah. I mean, she, she tells her dad everything. Yeah. You know, Donna, fuck, if the milkman leaves the wrong pint of milk, she goes, hey, he left the yeah. wrong milk. But, but uh, no, I mean, it was a little turn, you know. So. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, but, I mean, I, if, I, if Bill had said, hey, you can't work here no more. I pack my bag and go. <laughs> find somebody else. Find somewhere else to work. Uh, uh, Dennis had, uh, Condry had uh, worked with Phil Hickerson and, and had an established tag team, team and yeah. uh, Bicentennial Kings or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he had a reputation 
as a tag team guy too, uh, long before y'all got together. And yeah. you, you pretty much were yeah, building a boy. Yeah, for a while. They were a hell of a team. Yeah, yeah. weren't you? Uh, how did you and him get put together? Was it with what, Jared? Was Bill? It was us, yeah. Uh, Bill was a booker down in Louisiana. Did, well, did, did y'all put together right before y'all left as a team, or you put together as a team and watch? I thought they worked. No. You never worked here before uh, you come to Louisiana no. together. No, yeah, okay. no, we put them right. there. So we put together with Cornette. And Cornette just had to, well, you, you were in his group. Yeah, it was just the three Cornette's guys. Army they had Jared and Bill and uh, Watts put together. Yeah. You don't know how y'all people take him. I mean, it could have been anybody. I'm glad it was the two guys, you know. Yeah. It worked out for all, all three of you. Yeah. You made like a few I bucks too, you, Bill. Cornette, I mean, Jared didn't like Cornette for a long time. But when you think of Jimmy way back then, he, that's how he got over as a manager. He was, a, But he was a heel in real life. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, not not from the IRS, but you started making a little bit of money when you went down to Watts territory, didn't you? Yeah. Was that more money that you had made up yeah, until that point? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Pretty yeah. Good. The first one, when we all went to Watts, that was the most yeah. money. When a lot I of went miles. and talked to him, he said, I'll guarantee you $3,000 a week. I said, how much? He said, three grand a week, that'll be the worst week you have. <laughs> and I went, oh, well, okay. Yeah. If you made three grand a month in Tennessee, you was doing good. Yeah. But he, he was good. Uh, he made you work for your money. Good God you? almighty. Yeah, miles. Bill, I, I was, uh, we were going through some of your old stuff, and that 3000 was not what you made. I see nine, ten, eleven dollars oh, a week. That's what I'm but I mean, uh, we no, won't talk about that money you got yeah. buried in the yard. But uh, that was the guarantee yeah. to get me to come. Because <laughs> uh, he came up and talked to Jared, and I just happened to walk into the office, and he stared. He was on a task, and he was telling Jerry, "What can we do?" Blah blah blah. Jared says, "You'll hire that little fucker over there and make him the booker." Could mean I'd help Jerry and you know round, but I'd never been on my own doing it. He said, do you interested, kid? I said, yeah. He said, I guarantee you nothing below three grand a week on it. Fuck. So, uh, head booker, 18 months, $20 million later, you uh, yeah, on yeah. the job training, got a little work uh, out there. Uh, yeah. Um, no yeah. telling how much money he made. Well, they, they say he kind of double dipped it. He, he used to come out of retirement to uh, bring the houses up, but then he started as the houses were up, he'd come back so he'd get yeah, double payoff. Count the, count the money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. uh, he did that down there with Corny, yeah. with us and Corny. Y'all worked the, the Buck House all over, yeah, breaking all, records. Yeah, yeah, he killed it. I, I think Cornette said the, uh, uh, the ticket sales uh, said that they were sold out and they still had uh, 500 seats or something left in the Superdome. And y'all were 500 seats short of beating the dog and Michael Hayes record, who's got the Superdome record for the, the biggest crowd. But uh, uh, if not, y'all would have. On the whole, if you go. take the whole year, we beat the oh, well, record they had. I mean, one show they made. Absolutely. But, but if uh, you took all what we did. Said that Watts thought that uh, y'all were done after yeah. after that. But uh, uh, the booker over there said, no, we still got heat on them. And that's yeah, when we can still do something. Well, we, that's how we worked in Tennessee. Yeah. And then uh, Cornell said he was happy because he got about eight, ten yeah. months of work more out of it. So, uh, very good run. For some reason... Watts and all y'all over there sent us to, to Dallas for some reason. Yeah, why did y'all go there? Oh, oh, yeah. Y'all sent us there. Yeah, I guess oh, this train was swapping out. get talked about. Nobody talked to me. That was a watch deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The office or whatever. Yeah. Off, I'm, I'm I think, think. you got y'all. Uh, Jimmy says that y'all had already talked to Crockett. Crockett. But well, yeah, we'd already talked to Crockett. Back in those days, yeah. Watts had already made a deal with... Uh, World class and Von Erichs to uh, to go there, and he said uh, he felt he was like 22, 23 years old, been to business two years or less, and he's telling Dusty and Crockett we're not coming. He thought yeah. he was crazy, but he was honoring the way yeah, things were yeah. done. And y'all went to Dallas. He said it sucked. <laughs> well, I mean, we we uh we knew we was going to go to uh, Crockett, Rocket, yeah, somewhere down, yeah. hopefully. It was short trips home every night, but uh, if you weren't working the Von Erics, the payoffs were never going to be right. <laughs> so uh, writing was on the wall. Uh, but, uh, well, uh, 
mid south and uh, watch. You got his own show. Yeah, yeah. God Almighty, remembering that shit. That's so. I've so, seen a lot of characters on um, Bonanza on uh, Inspiration Channel. They'll show back 19. I didn't know that. 1955. That may have been the first years they started that. Yeah, in the 50s. Gunsmoke. Yeah. And I, it, on the cable show, you can pull up who's on. I seen um, Floyd Lawson on my Andy Griffin. And he was on there. Yeah. So doing something. I see different characters on there. Come through there, yeah. I, I just love Floyd Lawson anyway. Yeah. Who? Floyd Lawson. Floyd the Barber. Floyd the Barber. Oh, Floyd the Barber. Andy Taylor's Barber. Yeah. Was his name Lawson in that, or is that yeah. just real? Yeah. Floyd Lawson? Yeah. I just knew him as Floyd Barber. Well, the Barber. Floyd, well, yeah, Barber. but they did. I did on a couple. They did say it. I believe he has watched uh, Mayberry show. He knows Floyd the Barber's last yeah. name. You'd have to yeah, be a fan to know that one. one. I got to I got down for a while. I'm getting gun smoke down good too now. About as far as when they started, you know, with um, with um, the, 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 the Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds in there too. I didn't yeah. know that either. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, he was in. Uh, I liked him in there. But. Uh, I've been wondering what what led from him. I watched it from Chester to switch up to Festus. You know, Chester yeah. was the first one to be Bar be Andy's. I mean, not Andy, but uh, Marshall Dillon. Buddy, yeah. yeah, his buddy. Then Festus got involved somehow. Yeah, but but Burt Reynolds was. Uh, I didn't. I never knew he was in it until. That's how he become a movie star. I guess they saw him there, yeah. and then he, he dis disappeared. The next thing you know, he's making deliveries. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. There was a uh, place that sold uh, trailers, you know, mobile homes, and uh, Festus came through right after he got off of that TV, and uh, they say he got involved with a guy, and the guy gave him a bunch of money, and it was Festus's mobile homes, and had his picture everywhere, and uh, Festus run off, they say, with a whole lot of money. I don't know if the box office got robbed that night or what, but uh, <laughs> you go by there down if you mention uh, uh, there's a little place next to it, still got pictures up of him. And the old guy, uh, probably 20 years ago, I, I stopped by and talked to him, and the guy had the mobile home, his family still had it. They hated that. They would come out there and cuss Festus. And I'm like, good old Festus. No, he didn't do that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they might have been making it up. Who knows? But uh, yeah. they, he had heat with him. <laughs> he must have done something then. Uh, Bill, you got your uh, laptop on? Yeah. Go in there and pull it up. Where did you get your book at? Did you order it from Warner or what? Yeah, I actually ordered it a couple years ago. Uh, I guess 2011. Oh, okay, yeah. Um. All right, if you're all out there and you're looking for a new roof, why don't you give Baker Roofing a call at 901-574-7775. And if you call that number, tell them the superstar told you to call, you'll get 10% off your new roof. unethical things I've ever seen in my 50 years in wrestling. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. Uh, him, him, him pissing on Vince Russo's grade. Yeah. And, uh, Bill, that's what I was talking about. He got a, a restraining order. Who does? Vince Russo sent one to, to Jimmy and then he sold the copies of it on, on, yeah. on his site. So, uh, you know, uh, you mess with him and he's going to make a dollar out of it. So, uh, well, I mean, Vince Russo, so he influenced somebody. I mean, he had a big deal with Vince and then no telling how much money he made with uh, Turner. Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, I, I, in that book, he wasn't that, there when we was there. I've never, I've never seen no, him. No, he wasn't there. No, but 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 he got in there and was still on a big money deal. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think when uh, you came in right when Watts was there and was leave, was a short time there was leaving crossing paths. Yeah, he brought me in and he quit. I think about the time that was. Uh, uh, Stan Lane and, and Jimmy Cornette left. Yeah. And you stayed, kept the contract. I think you made a comment in uh, uh, the book, uh, The Midnight Express with Jimmy Cornette, 25 year anniversary scrapbook, um, where Tim Ash and Jim Cornette um, made the comment that you had survived um, Ole and Dusty uh, against Jim Hurd's wishes. Yeah. You kept a contract and uh, you even outlasted Jim Hurd. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, uh, that's, that's the I respect don't think level. I never met him either. Was I there when Hurd no, was there? Yeah. 
he wasn't there a whole real long time, you know, but he was the main guy that they that they hired. Yeah. And I don't I don't know, he had something to do with wrestling in St. Louis. Uh he uh was an executive with Pizza Hut and uh yeah, right. Sam Munchnik was it Munchnik? Uh yeah, he yeah. uh he did some kind of the, the TV station or something. He had something to do with the TV station, and that was his only wrestling uh, yeah. knowledge. But, uh, uh, but yeah. he he didn't like corner. He didn't like corner yet. He he, 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 said, uh, he come, Yeah, he told us. I think he told Stan too. But he told told me he said I'm, he said I know man I'm I'm you and he's Stan or whatever. He said I know who uh, I know who he is. Told me Jim Cornette. I don't know who you and you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they kept me on again, you know, and I still had a job with him, but again, I think he might have kept me on just to get my corny pissed off, you know. Yeah, mess up his... his corny corny yeah. hate him. Yeah. But, but he ain't hate nobody that I know of. Because I get, I get mixed up if his hate, word hate is a true word, because if he hates Vince Russo, and Vince Russo's been working him this whole time, then he believes his own shit, you know. I believe he might have some uh, some true harsh feelings for Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd or yeah. Jim or what about, what about uh, Russo? Russo. Yeah, probably. Russo yeah. the one I believe that he's yeah. threatening. I mean, he's threatening to kill him. Now Tony Hunter. He's he's um, he's threatening to, he's threatening to do something to him. Who is that? Guy, guy named Tony Hunter and a guy, a friend of mine again. <laughs> worked. Uh, he lives in the Carolinas. Promoted this show at a Comic Con there and. In Knoxville, and Jimmy, Jimmy came down a day early, and I saw about that. Yeah. So you heard what Jimmy canceled said? Canceled him or something? Huh? Did he cancel him or he left? No, no, Jimmy left. Yeah. And uh, but but Tony could not give him the right. Couldn't get. They couldn't get a hold of the main guy, the, the promoter there. Oh, the whole Comic Con, Comic Cons. And Jimmy was like, he went there day day early, had his all the stuff with him, I guess. It went to the building, or wasn't it was going to the building. And whatever story Jimmy says is true because Tony, Tony Hunter gave me the same story. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I do remember he left. And, uh, you know, he don't like to travel anyway at this time. And, and he gave him a he was pretty pissed. Yeah. the world. Oh, yeah. Well, Cornette was good at that. Uh, and, and Tony Hunter told me the word before Jimmy told me. I, when I talked to Jimmy, I, just, I didn't say Tony had already told me. Yeah. But when he when Jimmy told me the same words that he told him, I was like, I'm thinking to myself. I told Jimmy, I said, man, I don't, I don't know if you want to say stuff like that about people, you know. But without nowadays getting in, getting shot by him yeah, himself, yeah. or getting sued. But I mean, I'd be worried about getting shot or something like that, beat up in the parking lot somewhere. <laughs> uh, you never worried about that when you're working, were you? No. No. Well, he, I mean, it was a natural thing, especially when Louisiana was him. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. Y'all had some pretty rough town with Homa, Louisiana. Yeah. And, uh, Homa was, well, there were all them Louisiana towns. Those yeah. people were crazy. Now, you had uh, you, you had, had some, some time under your belt by the time y'all got to Watts. Um, yeah. Now, uh, getting back to Goulas, the Jet Set tag team with uh, George Goulas, y'all pretty much passed the belts back and forth and kept them for, yeah. I guess, all those teams we talked about. But... Uh, it was, a, it was a, whatever, whatever George wanted to do, you know, too. But, you know, we were, I don't know. We'd have to work there as a team, but that's the only place we could work as a team, I think. <laughs> yes, that's the that's polite way to say it. Uh, well, uh, uh, what uh, what happened that you got put over to singles because your, I think your first singles title you won was against somebody you'd spend a little time with later, Dennis Condry. Yeah, took Dennis the Mid, Condry. Mid-American title. Your first title, singles title. Yeah. What? What? Who decided that you? What put you over there to singles? I don't. I don't know. I guess you know. There's just, just uh, a little change up there. Or? Yeah. But, I would have been a single. I'd have been a tag team match. I'd have been a six man tag. I'd have been a six man tag team champion. So I. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to work. Yeah. But back in the good old days, you didn't win just to be winning. You yeah. want a reason to bring the people back next. Exactly. Time. Yeah. yeah. If you went for the heat, you put the heel over. If you want to be people happy, yeah. you put the baby face over. Do you know? You remember a guy named the Mexican Angel? Yeah. Yeah. I worked with him. He was there. He was uh, a guy named the Beast. Who I I, I like the Beast. Well, I like both of them, but but uh, George Goodall was talking about the Beast the other night. 
because he came over here and he, he couldn't uh, couldn't speak good, good English anyway, but he was like trying to trying to work uh, this kind of style, you know. I mean, he was he had that the Mexican style. I mean, he wanted to to this arm the whole. You know, go from left and right, different arms. arms. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, hey, you you like to work that? Yeah, I learned both arms, but nobody does it. Nobody. 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 Yeah. If you're in a fucking fight or a shoot, you work grab whatever. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, after you moved, up, wait a minute, y'all worked the program. Were y'all still Gulas or was Gulas Jared when you and Bobby worked the program, started working? Where we're building, it was always Jared. Yeah, it was, okay. But it was Gulas Jared and he broke away yeah. on the, so, that, Both yeah. ends of the territory. Herb Welch was the guy with Nick's partner. Yeah, Herb, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, you were in your early 20s then? Yeah. Uh, so you were doing a little dating? Dayton, Dayton. You were working, but you had a couple of dates. Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, you have to tell don't tell all of that, you know. So. <laughs> well, I'm talking about her, actually. Yeah, I know. Uh, 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 were you a little concerned about uh, who your date's daddy was? Well, I mean, I, I didn't broadcast it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, until he found know. out. Yeah, I just thought, well, you know, he finds out. Well, I think Donna told me anyway. Yeah. She, she tells her dad everything. Yeah. You know, Donna, fuck, if the milkman leaves the wrong pint of milk, you can't. And he left the yeah. wrong milk. But, but uh, no, I mean, it was a low turn, you know. So. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? Well, I mean, I, well, if Bill had said, hey, you can't work here no more, I'd pack my bag and go. <laughs> Find somebody else. Find somewhere else to work. Um, Dennis had, uh, Condry had uh, worked with Phil Hickerson and, and had an established tag team, team and uh, Bicentennial Kings or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, so he had a reputation as a tag team guy too uh, long before y'all got together. And yeah. you, you pretty much were yeah, building a board. Yeah, for a while. They were a hell of a team. Yeah, yeah. great team. Uh, how did you and him get put together? Was it with what, Jared? With Bill? It was us, yeah. Uh, Bill was a booker down in Louisiana. Yeah. Did y'all did y'all put together right before y'all left as a team, or you put together as a team and watch? I thought they worked. No. You never worked here before no. you come to Louisiana no. together. No, yeah, okay. no, we put well, them there. So we put together with Cornette, and Cornette just had to. Well, you, you were in his group. Yeah, it was just the three Cornette's guys. Army that Jared and Bill and uh, Watts put together. Yeah, you don't know how y'all take in. I mean, it could have been anybody. I'm glad it was the two guys. You know. Yeah, it worked out for all all three of you. Yeah. yeah. You made like a few I bucks too, you, Bill. Cornet, I mean, Jarrett didn't like Cornet for a long time. But when you think of Jimmy way back then, he, that's how he got over as a manager. He was, a, but he was a heel in real life. Yeah. Well, uh, not not from the IRS, but you started making a little bit of money when you went down to Watts territory, didn't you? Yeah. Was that more money that you had made up yeah, until that point? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Pretty yeah. Good. The first when we all went to Watts, that was the most yeah. money. A lot when of I went and talked to him, he says, I'll guarantee you $3,000 a week. I said, how much? He said, three grand a week. That'll be the worst week you have. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay. Yeah. If you made three grand a month in Tennessee, you was doing good. Yeah. But he, he was good. Uh, he made you work for your money. Good God you? almighty. The yeah, miles. Yeah. Bill, I, I was, uh, we were going through some of your old stuff, and that 3000 was not what you made. I was seeing nine, ten, eleven thousand oh, a week. that's what I'm saying, but I mean. Uh, we no, won't talk about that money you got yeah, buried in the yard, but. Uh, that was the guarantee yeah. to get me to come. Because <laughs> uh, he came up and talked to Jarrett, and I just happened to walk into the office, and he stared, he was on a test. And he was telling Jerry, what can we do, blah, blah, blah. Jarrett says, you'll hire that little fucker over there and make him the booker. I mean, I'd helped Jerry and, you know, around, but I'd never been on my own doing it. I said, he said, do you interested, kid? I said, yeah. He said, I guarantee you nothing below three grand a week on it. Fuck. Uh -huh. So, uh, head booker, 18 months, $20 million later, you uh, yeah, on yeah. the job training, got a little work uh, out there. Uh, yeah. Um, no yeah. telling how much money he made. Well, they, they say he kind of double dipped it. He, he used to come out of retirement to, uh, bring the houses up, but then he started as the houses were up, he'd come back so he'd get yeah, double payoff. Count the, count the money, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, he did that down there with Corny, yeah. with us and Corny. 
Y'all worked the, the Buckhouse all over, yeah, breaking oh, records. Yeah, yeah, he killed it. I, I think Cornette said the, uh, uh, the ticket sales uh, said that they were sold out and they still had uh, 500 seats or something left in the Superdome. And y'all were 500 seats short of beating the dog and Michael Hayes record, who's got the Superdome record for the, the biggest crowd. But uh, uh, if not, y'all would have. On the whole, if you take the whole year, we beat the oh, well, NNA record. They had, I mean, one show they made. Absolutely. But, but if uh, you took all what we did. Said that Watts thought that uh, y'all were done after, yeah. after that. But uh, uh, the booker over there said, no, we've still got heat on them. And that's yeah, when we can still do something. Well, we, that's how we worked in Tennessee. Yeah. And then uh, Cornell said he was happy because he got about eight, ten yeah. months of work more out of it. So, uh, very good run. For some reason... Watson, all y'all over there sent us to, to Dallas for some reason. Yeah, why did y'all go there? Oh, yeah. Y'all sent us there. Yeah, I guess I just trading and swapping out. get talked about. Nobody talked to me. That was a watch deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The office or whatever. Yeah. Off, I'm, I'm I think y'all, uh, we Jimmy says that y'all had already talked to Crockett. Crockett. But yeah. that we had, we'd already talked to Crockett. Back in those days, yeah. Watson had already made a deal with uh, – World class and Von Erichs to uh, to go there, and he said uh, he felt he was like 22, 23 years old, been in the business two years or less, and he's telling Dusty and Crockett we're not coming. He thought yeah. it was crazy, but he was honoring the way yeah, things were yeah. done, and y'all went to Dallas. He said it sucked. <laughs> well, I mean, we we uh, we knew we was going to go to uh, Crockett, Crockett, yeah, somewhere down, yeah. hopefully. So it was short trips home every night, but uh, if you weren't working the Von Eric's, the payoffs were never going to be right. No. <laughs> so uh, writing was on the wall. Uh, but, uh, well, uh, uh, Mid-South and uh, Watson Territory and uh, everything was a new experience, but when you got to uh, Crockett, things busted wide open, yeah. Yeah. nationwide. Uh, PBS and... Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Back in the hot days of Memphis, if Jerry Jarrett had had a nationwide TV, yeah. it would have been unfucking real. Yeah. Because the people are really no different in Memphis than they are in Charlotte. The, yeah. It all works the same. Heat on the heels. Hi, well, buddy, thank you for coming and joining me and Bill. And we uh, sure want to invite you back. Maybe before Christmas, we'll get you back on here. All right, uh, thank you for having me. Remember, everybody, I'll go out and see Bobby, but he doesn't know anything about it. December 14th <laughs> in Knoxville. And uh, Bill, you uh, uh, will be at VCA in yeah. Memphis on November 2nd. All right. And uh, you've got a, a private shindig over in uh, Where's Paragol. the town he's going? Knoxville, Tennessee. Who's running that, you know? We're going to find out. And yeah, damn right we are. We <laughs> need to go let's look All after right. you. Well, uh... And y'all can always uh, find out where Bill's going to be uh, on uh, Superstar Bill Dundee Facebook group uh, or at Bill Dundee on Twitter. Thanks a lot. Don't forget to catch November 8th at Gladebull, the Gladebull Community Center, USA Championship Wrestling, top-notch tar card. Uh, it's going to have... Uh, heavyweight title match, uh, Farley against LT Falk, uh, the Star Twins against Too Hot, Honcho Hensley, and uh, the guy that's uh, kicking up a lot of dirt, a lot of people talking about him, Dylan McQueen, heavy on the queen. Um, also, Tommy Wildfire Rich takes on the Joker, and um, probably the, uh, the uh, match of the night uh, might surprise everybody will be the Boogie Woogie Boy, Gary Valiant versus Dangerous Doug Gilbert, price of admission, uh, is gets a, your value, value right there out of that match. Also coming up on December 14th at the Omen Arena, Jackson, Tennessee, USA Wrestling puts on their big holiday show, Toys for Tots. Uh, Bert Prentice has been doing this for at least 25, 28 years, for, uh, working on getting uh, Christmas presents to uh, the children. Uh, works hard on that all year. Also coming up on December 14th in Knoxville, uh, Night of Appreciation for beautiful Bobby Eden. 
So uh, stay tuned to get all the details on that. And um... thanks, bye.